Welcome Northeast Conference fans to the latest NEC Now podcast on the NEC Overtime Pod. Today I'm joined by St. Francis University women's lacrosse players Bella Barnard and Kateri Hernandez to discuss Hispanic heritage and their paths to SFU. Thank you both so much for being here. So you both decided to come to SFU from pretty far away. Bella, you're from Wisconsin and Kateri, you're from Arizona. Why did you choose SFU to continue your academic and athletic careers? You know, I think for me, I loved the uh, small class sizes and the ability to connect with the professors on a more um, like close uh, relationship and a closer level. And so I really appreciated that because then I felt like I could um, do more with my degree and study more and actually like learn more if I build a relationship with them. Uh, as far as like for me as academic skill, I love having like the small classrooms, like she said, and like the relationships rather than like knowing someone but not really like having that relationship with them. And then uh, obviously for lacrosse, I fell in love with the coaches, the team. So that was definitely a big moving point for me. Yeah, I mean, it's great to hear that the academics were so important to both of you because we always stress it's you're a student athlete, not just an athlete. And I know, you know, you're a freshman and a sophomore. How has the adjustment kind of been? I know you haven't had a traditional full year. So how, like, how are you doing basically? Uh, when I first came in, uh, we were actually going through the process of getting a new coach. And so that, I think, really brought the team together. And I, it, it's such a family here, and it's so special. And I, I really love my teammates and my team here. And I think now that we have our new coach in, like, it's, we're doing great. And it's great to see everyone being collaborative and just a cohesive unit. And I, I really love it. Uh, for me, I didn't have my official visit because I committed when, like in the middle of the pandemic. So mm -hmm. I definitely had to rely on like the coaching, like the way they were talking to me, definitely the way I felt about the school and then who I've been contacting like while I was in Arizona. Um, but I feel like I made like the best decision at the end of the day. And I think during uh, quarantine, we did a great job at staying yeah. close together, too. We had a lot of different um, small group talks and different activities that we would do to stay in touch. And so that really brought us together during a time when people were far apart. Yeah, our coach definitely made us, like, made that the number one priority is not drifting apart, especially, like, right now when this is a time where, like, we definitely need to, like, be closer together. So she did a really good job about that. That's awesome. That's great to hear. I'm sure just with all of the kind of uncertainty and everything going on, it's scary. And add that on to like, you know, being a freshman or sophomore in college. So it's good to hear that you've had kind of that support group and people you can talk to and people that kind of understand what you're going through. But yeah, so kind of just starting with a really broad question, what does Hispanic Heritage Month mean to both of you? I think for me, it's definitely great to see like recognition um, for people that we belong to and um, it, it reminds me of my grandparents and where they came from and I, I, I feel a lot of like family attachment to it and so that's my perspective on it. For me I just I love like being one like a part of something especially like because it's so broad so there's so many people that want like are like us. Um, I think it's such it's like it's such a family like whenever I think about Hispanic Heritage Month I automatically think about my family and the way we celebrate and stuff like that so it's definitely family oriented whenever I think about Hispanic Heritage Month just spending time with them. Yeah so you both mentioned kind of that family component so what you know was it like growing up in a family with Hispanic roots and kind of that closeness and connectedness? 
for me it was a little different because um i have parents on both of my um sides of the family that were 100 percent mexican like from mm -hmm. mexico but uh they married people who were like german and french and so the traditions kind of mixed but what i was used to growing up was every holiday we would have like the typical thanksgiving or christmas foods but then we'd also have like tamales and arroz and frijoles like different um cultural foods and i had a piñata at every birthday party and so it was just different little traditions here and there and uh, i got really close with my abuela my, my grandmother and she um she has really kept the tradition alive in our family and would i think we do so do, through cooking and different meals and um having mariachis at parties and things like that so uh, mine's almost the same. Um, I'm biracial, so my mom's side is completely Mexican, and then uh, my dad is Black, so it definitely was, like, a mix of it, but my mom did a really good job of implementing my Mexican, like, my Mexican roots into, like, my birthday parties, like, quinceañeras and stuff like that. Um, food is a really big aspect of being Mexican, um, which I'm not complaining about, but, uh, yeah, I'd yeah. Yeah. So you both mentioned food. What's your favorite meal or favorite thing to cook? Ooh. Uh, There's so much. You can. Manuela usually brings the soup called menudo on oh, Sundays. Yes. That was like a Sunday family thing when we would all get together. So I think I love the dish, but it's also like the family meaning behind it. Yeah. And then on my side of the family, we have like a family owned uh like restaurant it's called like amigos mexican food so yeah because i was i was originally born in new mexico so like that's where i spent most of my time um frijoles are good obviously like quesadillas and stuff like that but definitely menudo is also is also up there that's awesome that's great um and growing up and not even like growing up but like throughout your adolescence did you find your heritage kind of influenced your approach to your sport and if so how did it you know, I mean, I think there's not really a lot of Hispanics in lacrosse. <laughs> and so that was definitely interesting because it's, it, I don't know, it's disproportionately white. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's just kind of owning who you are and being proud of it instead of feeling um, ostracized about it. Um, like in Arizona, at least where I spent, like I grew up, it was predominantly white so I was the only like person of color at all on the team for like a while for like a couple years um so it's definitely it was hard at first but like you get used to it because you kind of like learned from that but it's definitely I wouldn't say a disadvantage but it's takes yeah. some getting used to at first you know like I'm sorry to hear that you had kind of like not I don't want to say a bad experience but that it was kind of uncomfortable or that you were the only one for a while, but it's also great to hear that you're both so kind of comfortable in yes. your identities and that you've been able to kind of, you didn't quit, you know, you're still playing lacrosse. So that's really great to hear. I think our team is very like welcoming yes. and our coach and all that. They're really supportive and inclusive. And I think that's really great about St. Francis too. Really to hear. Really, really great to hear. Really important. 
Um, and yeah, so throughout Hispanic Heritage Month, we're encouraging our followers to engage with Hispanic culture by reading books, listening to music, viewing films and TV by Hispanic creators, among, you know, a bunch of other things. So what is something or a few things you'd recommend, you know, our listeners to watch or read or things like that? My abuela and I used to watch the movie Selena about uh, Selena. Honestly, one of the best, best, uh, it's um, a comfort movie for sure. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Until the end. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I I also love mariachi music too. It's the mix of that. Um, we usually have that at some bigger family parties, and so like, um, yeah. At least in my family, so that that's cool to me. Um. I would, I was really going to say the same thing, um, but also for like, as far as like movies go, uh, like my personal favorite is Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> so like any movie she's in, I love watching. So definitely that for sure. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. Um, and so everyone listening, you know, take those recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and just by way of wrap up, you know, you can repeat yourself if you feel the need to, but if you could highlight one thing about your cultural heritage, what would it be? Mine would be family. Mm -hmm. I would say um, that was like, that still is the most important thing. So that would be the, the highlight of one being Mexican is just that everything's so family oriented. You talk, I talk to my family like every day, multiple times a day. So that's one thing that I love about being Mexican. Awesome. <laughs> uh, since she took family, I'll go with work ethic because oh. I that I was just raised to work as hard as I can, even for my grandparents. Like my abuela, she grew up in a one-room house with eleven brothers and sisters, and she picked cotton as a child. And then my other my abuelo who came from Mexico. He uh, worked in um, strawberry fields and worked in a factory, and so. I just, I learned to be very hardworking and never take anything for granted. And um, my parents really uh, influenced me with that as well. And so I think that's a big part of being Hispanic is just being very hardworking and dedicated to getting better for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, that's great. Thank you both for being here and for sharing a bit of your history and your perspective and your stories. I really do appreciate you both taking the time. Yeah, thank you for having us. Thank you. Um, that was Bella Barnard and Katiri Hernandez, and this has been NEC Now.